0: Smartcast you're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to the HD Branch podcast. It's... The weekly companion to your printed copy of HD Branch where I your host Karishma Kunzang from Team Branch give you a behind the scenes of what you'll be reading on Sunday. This series is available on hdsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Hey guys, how's it going? If I was asked to name somebody that I've looked up to since I was a teen who's from Bollywood, I think I would name actress Sushmita Sen. So when I got the opportunity to speak to her daughter Renee Sen, who's last week's HT Brunch cover star, I had a whole list of questions I wanted to ask her. So when I finally spoke to the star kid who's making her acting debut in a short film called Sutta Bazi, which releases on Hotstar this Sunday, I was in awe of how she sounds way more mature than any 21-year-old I've ever come across. Listen on for our chat where Renee tells us why it's crucial to stay grounded and the typical mother-daughter relationship she shares with her mom, who's also her go-to person when it comes to talking about boys. Welcome to the HD Branch podcast and congratulations on being the cover star of HD Brunch. So, tell us a little about your H D Branch cover. Is it your first ever cover?
1: Yes, it is. And yeah. I could not be happier that it happened with HT because it was such a special interview. I feel very happy that I'm able to connect with so many people. Uh, people can connect with me. You know, I'm a people's person. I love people. So... Yes, the world has opened up. You know, I can have a one-on-one connection, you know, through my social media. And the love I'm getting is so much, you know, it's insane, if I can say. And I'm so blessed and so grateful for it, you know. And I'm also aware that this love uh, is also coming from a place because my mom has received so much love. You know, right. and she has so much respect. So I think I need to earn that every day, you know, through the work I do. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I have gotten a lot of love, but I'm not going to let it get to my head. And I'm going to work on staying grounded.
0: What is it like to be the daughter of Sushmita? And You know, she's somebody who's, you know, also such an inspiration for women in India, you know, being a single mom who choose to adopt. Um, what is it like for you?
1: I'm very uh, proud of my mother and her achievements, uh, you know, and to be her daughter is the biggest blessing I could have asked for. Uh, but the truth is, to me, she's just my mother. I don't see her in any other way. So our life and our conversations are very, very mother-daughterly. Even now, you know, like nothing's changed. So I, I want to learn from her, you know, everything that I can, and I want to imbibe whatever she's teaching me, step by step, mm-hmm. uh, because I know mm-hmm. that's gonna make me a better person.
0: All right, And what's the one piece of advice that she's uh, given you, you know, in life as well as for your acting debut that you've kind of, you know, that's like sacred to you and that you know you're going to follow to the team?
1: The most simplest advice is just, you know, stay grounded and work hard. You know, like she's so consistent in everything she does that I'm also trying to invite that.
0: Alright, and is she a strict mom or is she your go-to person for relationship advice?
1: She's a go-to person. You know, she she really respects discipline. Yeah. Uh, and other than all of that, she is so much fun. And like, I, she knows like pretty much all my secrets actually. Mm-hmm. So she is my go-to person for and everything. You, even when it comes talking to talking about exactly. boys. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually <laughs> uh about yeah. everything. Like I just go yapping, yapping, yapping to her.
0: What is the one thing you always end up disagreeing on?
1: I don't think we disagree on anything as such, but like if there's something that, you know, uh we have different views on, we come and meet in the middle.
0: Okay, so maybe so, not hardcore disagreements, but you know, silly things like mm-hmm. go clean up your room or uh I don't know, something like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God. No, <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, sometimes my room is messy. So I have, yeah, I listen to her and I clean it up. <laughs> but yeah, all, all of that happens. Okay. You know, I like eat okay. more vegetables. And like, you know, I love spicy food. But spicy food is not good for my skin. So every time there is anything spicy, I look at her like, why can't I have it? Like, I'm going to cry, you know? But I know that it's good for me. But it's so difficult because I'm a Bengali. I love spicy food. So she like, No, don't have it. It's not good for you. So yeah, sometimes I don't listen. And then I'll get that one pimple. And then I'm just looking at her like, okay, next time I promise I'll listen to you. And I do. And then the time after that, I don't listen. So I've alternate times when I think I listen. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that is where we have most of our
0: And and I have to ask, who's the more obedient kid? You or your sister?
1: I would love to believe it's me. I would love to believe it's me. It's me only. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am the most obedient, most well mannered, most uh, the you know, I'm the best child. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Okay, yes, so. I am the best child. <laughs>
0: Alright, even your sister, she'll be like, no, I'm the more obedient one. Yeah,
1: next we're gonna have a fight. No, 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 we're gonna have a fight over this now. After this thing is over, because <laughs> I said this. Like, no, Didi, I'm the obedient one. You don't listen. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're 21, you're there on social media. It's something that you use often. So what's the one thing that you keep in mind when you post on social media? Like,
1: You know, when you have a private account, like I did before, it was um, okay for me to, you know, uh, share memes and share stories about my private life, you know, because the only people that were on my social media are my closest friends and people that know me personally you know mm-hmm. but now after uh, this whole uh, my account being verified and you know me getting into movies mm-hmm. i have to be very careful about what i post because a i don't want to unintentionally hurt anybody you know and b what i post on the internet will stay forever mm-hmm. so i have to be extremely careful mm-hmm. About what I say or how I say it, you know. We, My mother has always encouraged us to have our own opinion, to speak our mind. But we have to be very respectful of how we say things. So even if, you know, I want to say something, I will think 10 times about how I'm saying it and how I'm sounding. Because especially when it's written, you know, you're going to read it in your voice. The trolling may happen, but my focus is going to be my work. And if I do that honestly, then, you know, I don't think the other negative factors will affect me because yeah. I'll just work with, work like a horse with blinders on.
0: Thank you so much for, um, you know, taking out the time to do this and congratulations once again for being the HD Branch cover star.
1: Thank you. I I love being on your cover and thank you so much for all the love.
0: Two years in Bombay have definitely made me long for Delhi street food especially the versions from Calcutta brought to the city. My go-to snack when I was in college in South Delhi's Kamran Nehru College was this uh, Kolkata-style roll that was sold opposite NIF Delhi. The crunchy paratha softened by the layer of egg inside that gives way to spicy chunks of well-marinated chicken in every bite. And not to forget the assortment of sauces that had a near magical effect. And then there's the Kolkata version of the Golgappa, which has a spicy aloo filling and I think white peas and even the pani is spicier, which gives it that extra zing. I mean, I honestly didn't mind going all the way to Sia Park just for, um, you know, this particular style of uh, Golgappa every now and then. And of course, then there was a spread that my parents and I would indulge in at the SDA Pandal, every Pujo. And uh, there we would get a wide range of cutlets and parathas, like Mughlai paratas, and of course, biryani. Here's what HT Branch columnist Vee Sangvi has to say about the cuisine of Kolkata.
2: When you tell people that you like the food in Kolkata, And if they don't know the city very well, they will say something like, Wow, great fish, huh? Or do you like chingri malai curry? And then you have to explain very slowly and very patiently that these are Bengali dishes. And of course, you can find them in Calcutta. But the food of Calcutta is more than just Bengali food. Calcutta is not as cosmopolitan than Mumbai, but it's probably more cosmopolitan than most other major Indian cities. It's the city where the Marwadis came and set up their empires. It's the city where Wajid Ali Shah was exiled to by the British in 1856. It's had people from UP, from Bihar, from all over coming there. And the food that you find in Calcutta is a mixture of all those cosmopolitan influences. It does, for instance, its own version of the Golgappa, the Puchka, which is easily the best version of the dish. It takes the biryani of Avad, which allegedly was brought there by Wajid Ali Shah, and transforms it into a Calcutta biryani. And it's invented dishes of its own, like the Nizam's roll, now known all over the world as the Calcutta Kati roll. The reason I mention this is because Calcutta is now having a moment. Suddenly, Calcutta food is the rage. I write this week about Calcutta puchkas about Calcutta biryani about Calcutta chops and of course about the Calcutta roll <music>
0: 10 days of 2021, the year we'll hopefully be able to step out freely in a post-Covid world, been for you. To be honest, the only thing that's changed for me is the glimmer of hope that everyone seems to be feeling. I mean, I get it because the first thing that I'm looking forward to this year is getting the vaccine. And uh, this comes from a person who's scared of needles. And even though I know it'll be a while before I do get it, um, I have a whole list of things I want to do. Besides places I want to eat at, people I want to hug, and gigs I want to attend. Uh, The first thing on the cards is a trip to the Northeast. I have always wanted to do it. And I mean, this year, I think I've just been away from the hills for way too long and um i'm going to begin with chillong because i recently interviewed someone who's from there and who promised to show me the best food and music joints while i was there uh if you're wondering what's on ht branch columnist seema goswami's list listen on and to know who i'm talking about just read the new ht branch cover story
3: so here we are in 2021 And like everyone else, I am delighted to say goodbye to 2020. But it's not as if 2020 is ready to say goodbye to us just yet. It will follow us into 2021 as well. COVID will still be around. We will still be wearing masks, washing hands and socially distancing. But even so, it feels good to welcome a new year. And here's what I'm looking forward to in 2021. First up is the vaccine. I'm hoping that with all my comorbidities, I will be pushed up the queue and that I will soon be rolling up my sleeve to receive two doses of the vaccine. And once I have some amount of immunity in my system, I'm planning on creating a mask-free extended family bubble so that I can feel the warm embrace of loved ones again. Ever since the pandemic began, I have been doing all my shopping online. But this year, I hope to venture out into the shops again for a spot of retail therapy. I want to shop till I drop, quite literally. And most important of all, in 2021, I plan to release my new book. It's a sequel to my political thriller, Race Coast Road, that came out a couple of years ago. And I can't wait to see what you think of it once it's finally out in the shops. A very happy new year to all of you. And here's hoping that 2021
0: is a better year for all of us. Which was that one song that you heard in 2020 that you just couldn't get out of your head? Or a song that helped you flow through the bleak year that it was? For me, it's got to be Kareep by Kamakshi Khanna and Watercolor by Sanjita Bhattacharya and Dhruv Vishwanath. I asked this question to producer and musician Mayur Jumani, who was the social media star in HD Branch the week he went viral for his uh, Vivekamundan Trump mashup. In response, he sent me an instrumental cover of the song. And since it's such a beautiful rendition of Pratik Kuhar's Kaha Hotum, which also featured in Netflix's Mismatched, I thought why not share it with you guys too? Hope you enjoy what Mayur has for you today.
2: Hey guys, my name is Mayur Jamani. I'm a music producer and composer and today I'll be performing an instrumental version of one of my favorite songs of 2020, which is Kaha Ho Tum by Pratik Kuhad. <laughs>
0: Hello, future wife.
2: Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great Sunday brunch.
0: The weekend is when you take a break from a hectic week, whether it's work from home or work from work. It's also a day to develop perspective on things by not just consuming news, but also analyzing it by listening to different points of views and figuring out what you feel about it. We hope we've been able to do just that with today's HD Brunch podcast. Feel free to give us feedback and suggestions on HT Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or DM us directly at HD Brunch on Instagram and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts, log on to Hdsmartcast.com or suno nae Se. I will see you back here next weekend with another dose of entertainment that keeps things real. Till then, happy brunching guys!